Well, Rob, it's fantastic to see you here. Uh, great to see you part of the great festivus that is the uh, Santos Rugby Festival. You've got a win, so that's nice to see you beating our white-headed brethren over the border, so that can never be a bad thing. But then again, you're from Canterbury, so you know, you know what it's like to be a psychops, and you know how it seems to be a little bit different when you come to uh, uh, play. How have you found the hit out today? It's just a great opportunity to bloody a lot of young fellas. Uh, the team's been sort of stripped by um, overseas, but it's also an opportunity to bloody a lot of young players that Tim Rapp and the like in the past put a lot of hard work into. Yeah, we've had, obviously we had 19 debuts last year, so this group pretty much is that group here a year on, uh, which is exciting. There's one or two guys got a little bit of a, a taste today for the first time of what it would like to represent the Waratahs, but a majority of the boys have been around you know, now for 18 months. Just what an occasion, so complimentary of uh, Narrabri and the people uh, and the organisation that went into it and th- that were reflected in a good crowd, really good game of rugby and you know, I think both the Waratahs and the Reds game was, was evident of the respect that it showed for the people and the, the community that put in the hard work to make this all happen. I think it's one of those things out here, the game is appreciative of the fact that we've just gone through three years of drought and rugby has really saved lives in a way. It's the thing that's got people up to go to training. Tuesday, Thursday, back up on Saturday, have a big night on the tear to forget about having to fix the same fence for three years in a row every single day. But it's one of those things New South rugby has been neglecting in the past and now it's looking to turn the ship around. Steve O'Brien, Paulie D, all these people are looking at it. And you've got a bit of fun out there in the Central West and the Brumbies are looking over a bit of a lash. But uh, you'll have the time this year to be able to sort yourselves out and uh, just take it from there because it's just one of those things. You're the coach, you're just worried about the Waratahs winning team. But you're more than, it's still more than a team, it's a representation of the state. Oh, without doubt, the Bulls take that responsibility massively on their shoulders. You know, they realise that apart from the league boys in the state of origin, we are the, really the only other state team around. And, or to have that honour bestowed upon us is, is something that we take very seriously. So, yeah, you're right. You know, like for a Kiwi to come to New South Wales and start to live in the place that is massive. I know you people live in it every day and deal with the distances, but there are, there are, there are logistical issues, you know, around, I guess, the contacts with the communities. COVID's been a nightmare for everybody. But, yeah, the goal is, and I know uh, at a management level, at the highest level here, the connections back to the community and the grassroots is critically important. Saw so, so parts of that today with the boys interacting with the young ones on the sideline and signing autographs and that and really creating, I guess, hopefully, a ripple uh, which can turn into a massive wave in the future. Also, of course, we look at your past. You played with the Canterbury Crusaders when they were a bit of a joke in the first few years, but since then they've been one of the dominant franchises in world sport, let alone or rugby, why would it be from the inside in has it turned itself around because it really started, you were there when uh, Canterbury won the NPC and started all turning around then uh, Yep, well look, the Crusaders were a bit of a juggernaut, they had some incredible people, they had a, a young cohort come in and 96 when the game went pro and a lot of those boys kicked on to be great Crusaders and a couple of strategic recruitments came All Blacks and the rest is history. I was lucky enough to be around at that time and then with Canterbury uh, the landscape changed markedly through the, 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 the middle 2000s around the competition structures and we had to exit a lot of All Blacks out of our and we brought in a young group they ended up winning uh, you know 10 in a row still there or thereabouts uh, so carrying Crusader rugby is mutation doesn't need me telling everyone what it's like but I guess you know who's to know where the Waratahs can end up that's the goal that's why we sort of brought it back to that because but now you sort of moved on and uh, part of that career was moving on to coach such a monstrous thing called Munster 
what an experience that would have been. That would have been mind-boggling. The Orlo Rouge and the uh, the fans in Turban Park and uh, Shannon and also Cork as well. Just the incredible change in Irish rugby at the time when we saw test matches at uh, Croke Park, which would have been mind-boggling for the Irish to think of and the political elements yeah. of it. And to be there right at the cutting edge, but also backing into all of that sort of stuff is the loss of the likes of Paul Derbyshire and also, of course, Anthony Foley, who is the ultimate talisman with Mick Galway and, you know, Ron O'Gara and also, uh, you know, Peter Stringer when it came to those great teams that just kept winning Celtic leagues and also European Cups off a break over their good mates down the road there in the D4 that was known as Leinster. Yeah, that's right. Oh, look, I've been very privileged to deal with some fantastic organisations, as you say, Crusaders and Canterbury, and then over to Munster. Some massive highlights over there, you know, and, and that was a, a team that had lost 1,500 test caps yeah. in the 18 months prior to my arrival so that was a team in massive transition but we got to two Heineken Cup semi-finals and a Pro 14 semi-final in two years I was there so yeah so um, yeah I've been lucky enough and now, now to end up with a great side like Waratahs and, and have been a small part hopefully of their of their resurrection is, is a great honour. What was the attraction in the Waratahs was such a massive brand injury all wouldn't have heard anyway would have put the big sell onto you but he might have led you down the garden path and actually taken you to Auckland but they've already got a Canterbury coach there but uh, it's just interesting it's such a monstrous team within world rugby but tends to be kicked around a bit you know by people you know outside of the game within this state probably haven't won as many trophies as people would like the shoot shield is a fabulous tournament and to be fair look I haven't I've only spent spent the last um, six or eight weeks watching that towards the back end when we were released out of our COVID bubble. I haven't seen any country or any country rugby of note, so I can't comment on that quality. But the Shoot Shield's a world-class competition. I think we, you know, if we can nurture that, we can pick the eye teeth out of the best players there, which has been done historically very, very well. You know, have some strategic recruits. This this group here is the heart and soul of what the future will look like, and it's it's just a matter of filling in the holes. Well, we didn't have to ask you why your vision is for the future. You've just said it, man, and we wish all the best with it, Robert. It's fantastic. You're part of uh, the Waratahs fabric. We've just got to all bite the bit and be really, really patient because the game has gone through an enormous amount of trauma. Of course, you've also got self-inflicted, mind you, by others, but we're all facing up to that, which is healthy, but also not being able to spend the full cap, but also these exotic types like Japan and America have come out of nowhere with big bags of money. But then again, there could be something because of this COVID where people say, well, it's nice to have the big money, but there's also a certain thing about being secure and being at home as well. Yeah, without doubt, it's a massive uh, draw card for players overseas. So as with any cycle, you know, the early part of the post-World Cup cycle, you tend to get a bit of few players leaving, a bit of an exodus, and then towards the back end of that four-year cycle, players come back and they want to represent their country. And I'm sure that'll be the case. And look, there's a, there's a whole lot of... Each state now has, has a, a young group of very talented. The Reds are full of them. The Bumbies have got a great group and the Rebels have got a lot of talent down there and, and Western Force back in and they've recruited strongly so it's going to be a tough tough competition but there's plenty of excitement on the horizon. And then we've got Trans-Tasman rugby as well but Rob we want to thank you for your time we wish you all the best as you go about your work man it's uh, everybody's busting a gut at the Waratahs experience and uh, if you want to become a member that's easy just go through the website there nsw.rugby and get into it get to the games in sydney but it's been great you've been part of the sandals festival of rugby up here hopefully you won't be a stranger if you do happen to come up for the border cup when the new south country cockatoos play the queensland country here i won't be accountable for any of the photos that'll be up there 
but it's one of the great days. Uh, yeah, you've been a great inspiration for the people in the country coming out here, and we wish you all the best. Well, just once again to the people of Narrabri and Country Rugby, just can't thank you enough for the hospitality and what you've done for us here over the last few days. And I can vouch that Narrabri is a world-class field and world-class lights, so there should be a lot more night rugby out here going forward, and that'll be great for the community. Well, that'll be for the future of hops to get into, but Rob, thanks for your time and wish you all the best.